Descent Throw down the best of them This is gone cool nicely done he's in witness a, me he's in a can or something right like that guy lives in a can now it's a fish tank <laughs> hey have you seen in his little picture a fish actually floats by shut up i've really? seen the fish yes there's a fish in there shut and up I, I looked at it i'm like i swear i didn't see it i stared at that thing for like ever wait on on those come back on the splash screen in the splash screen of the game Remember yes, what? I was. I was playing Phoenix in Heroes of the Storm, the game we all love. Yeah, with the newest and best character ever added to the game, Phoenix. And yeah. in the corner of the screen is a, he's all watery, and Phoenix is in there, and he's like, burr, 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 burr. and uh, <laughs> and he goes like, burr, burr, I live, I die, I live again. Yeah, and I, I glanced at it quickly to look at my health. Yeah, no, no, to look at the quest or, or talent thing, and I swear I saw fish. Whoa. And then I stared at it, and it, there's no more fish in there. And the only reason why I know for sure is because I was digging through them sound files, and he mentioned something about a fish. He's really? like, he's like, I, the freaking wish when the face smiths are cleaning out my tank, they take the fish out or something along those lines. All right, so the something. so this is a thing. There's a fish. There's a fish. Cue a uh, fish. That's what Genji will say. Exactly. Yeah. Do you That's think right. they saved the Genji line? No, he says that to Murky, doesn't he? Yeah, the two are unrelated. Yeah. Hmm. He has some choice words for Murky, but he calls Murky a Zerg. Yeah. Well, what kind of strange Zerg are you? Basically. I love fish. All right, great. We love fish. Anyways. That's yeah. great. Uh, awesome new intro, of course. Bo Schwartz does these. I don't know if you guys knew that at home. If you're new to the show, you're like, man, what cool intros these guys have. Why? There's, this sets them apart from all the other podcasts, especially that weird one with that TBK fella on it. This is real good. This is great. Why is that? Oh, that's because Bo makes these really great homegrown, handmade, hand-tailored intros for the show, and they're freaking fantastic. Uh, so uh, well done as always. All right, so today's a weird day, fellas. Oh, Scott Johnson here with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, by the way. I forgot to mention that. This is Core. We talk about Heroes of the Storm. Today's March 28, 2018. And uh, here's the deal. I uh, was was uh, sort of last-minute invited last week. Um to be on the battle of the blues or brawl sorry brawl with the blues not battle of the blues uh that's a band you're really sad but you're not a hundred percent sure why and you're just like we'll just let it fight out exactly so um we've had friends do this before i've certainly seen it before but never thought they'd ask me i'm like gold five uh come in there and i'm playing with a bunch of platinum plus people a couple of couple of the dudes who have pretty much aced the game and uh, probably think I'm a complete scrub. At least that's what I thought going into this thing. And uh, I was excited because, you know, it's cool and it was an honor to be asked and all that. But the whole time I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to blow this. Whatever team, whatever games we're playing, this is going to be real bad. And the nice thing was the first three games we played, uh, we won those games. And that felt really good. And two of those games I played Stukov and, and feel like I actually contributed to those wins in pretty meaningful ways. Um, the, one, the game I played is Probius. I don't think I did much to, to, to win. I got some good pushing done, but at the end of the day, I think it was on the backs of others that we won that game. And then the final two games, here's the, here's the double bummer. And this is where, this is the reason I'm bringing all this up. 
is for this so we can learn a lesson from this. We went all Protoss team because this was all about the launch of Phoenix. They had little interviews during this before the games about what the new character does, what's Phoenix's uh, ups and downs, ins and outs, and uh, interviewed a pro player, and that was all great. And uh, they wanted to have a Protoss-only comp versus the devs who would play uh, Zerg-like comp. Well, no, I guess, I guess the first game was they had to be Terran, uh, all Terran characters, and the next one had to be all Zerg characters. Now, the one breaking of the rule could be if you had a skin that was Protoss or Zerg or Terran related for an otherwise not related IP character, you could bring that in. So if you wanted to uh, bring in, I don't know, the Butcher and play Butcherlisk, you could do that because he looks like some kind of big Zerg monster, right? Right. So yeah. the game, <laughs> one of the games I was in, did we win that one? I can't remember, but I kind of cheated. I thought I mm. had Lee because everybody had taken all the good stuff. Somebody else had called Tassadar. He's my guy. If I can't play him, what am I even doing here, right? I don't play a lot of Protoss <laughs> characters. I'm bad at Probius. I'm really bad at Tassadar. John's job is Tassadar. I don't really play Tassadar. I wish I was better at Tassadar, but I don't feel comfortable with him or very good with him. And I'm really bad with Alarak, so all the DPS options are kind of screwy. And... uh uh, what was the other option? It could have been, I forget, the other Protoss. It could have been something else. Anyway, oh, oh, as uh, Zera Tool, stuff like that. But okay. um, as the as the picking's going on, I'm thinking, I've got it. I can do the loophole. I'm going to be Li Ming, and I'm going to pick her Protoss skins, one of them. Because in my head, I've got all those. I'll just choose one of those because that's, that's within the rules. She would look like some sort of Protoss High Templar you know, ball chucking psionic storm lady. That was the deal. So I pick her. And as the game's getting ready to go, I'm like, wait, where's that skin? Where's that skin? And I look and it's not there. And those are all still 1600 shards. And I don't have 1600 shards. I don't oh, no. I don't own those. I thought I owned one. I don't have any of them. I swore I owned one. Like, I still think I do. I don't know what happened, but I don't have one of these skins. So I'm fumbling around. And by the time they hit go or the game started launching, which is some kind of custom thing. It's not, we're not running, you know, in a public yeah. game. They're running when it starts and stops and all of that. And it starts and I'm like, oh crap, she's just in her Chinese New Year green thing. <laughs> Nothing like a Protoss. <laughs> and, and we get out there and we start fighting and, and hacking away. And I'm like, sorry guys, I forgot my clothes. And uh, they laughed and then it was fine. And, and that was the only game where I did that. But anyway. Sounds like... Could have been better, but you were cheating. It was okay. <laughs> I wasn't cheating. I really wasn't trying to cheat. No, I was trying. It was to... a, it was a legal pick. Yeah, uh, it was absolutely yeah. legal pick. So so Trixler said it. He says, "Well, just she's uh, just think of it this way. She's a um, Protoss lady who's cosplaying in this particular match as somebody from Diablo three who is also celebrating." Uh, the Chinese New Year. <laughs> oh, a World of Warcraft. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, World right. of Warcraft event. What's well, not Chinese New Year? What's it called? Uh, lunar Lunar Festival. Festival. So she's celebrating Lunar Festival as cosplaying. <laughs> this other thing. So it's like three layers deep. I'm totally with his explanation. Totally works for me. Anyway, it was great. And we won most of our games until we played the final two games with the Blizz devs. They weren't just Blizz devs. These were guys who made the characters they played. So... There was a um, Dehaka who was played by the guy who made Dehaka. Uh, the Phoenix on their team was played by 
uh, the lady at Blizzard who made uh, that character. So on and so forth across the board, just about everybody's playing something that they made. And wow. that turns out to be really unfair. <laughs> because <laughs> it's kind of like if I, I don't know what it's, I don't know what real world to compare this to, but they made them. Dahaka is uh, uh, made by this dude. So he knows every possible in and out, up and down of this thing. Like there's nothing he doesn't know about that character or what to, to make it do. For all I know, there are Easter eggs about that character that he only knows about three clicks, turn left and boom, uh, you got your ult at level four. I don't know. I don't know what he does. I'm not saying he's cheating, but my point is complete mastery and the pro player and the community guys that were on our team and all of us. And again, everybody platinum or higher uh, Trixler all the way up to, to master, or whatever, not master. Was it, was it, was it? Grandmaster. Grandmaster. He's Grandmaster, Grandmaster right now. And they destroyed us. And I don't mean kind of. I mean like Taurus all new buttholes for Christmas. It was rough. Rough. But it was still fun and I really enjoyed it. So uh, big ups to anybody at Blizzard who listens to this. If you're in on any of that, thank you. Uh, Lashes was kind enough to, to extend an invitation. And what I really hope ends up happening is that you guys get in there as well so that they can have... Uh, some some additional competition like all i could think about was man if john was artanis this would be great that's what i kept thinking not that the other guy who played artanis was but when artanis was available enough i was john i would have taken him and felt very comfortable but instead this just happens to be uh i didn't realize this how kind of poopy i am at protoss characters i'm just not well versed in that Uh you're probably selling yourself short. Well, part of it is I don't like them all very much, and I love them in the, <laughs> I, I love them in the in the world and the character types and all of that. I think they're all complete badasses, and they're some of my favorite things in the world. And when I played StarCraft and StarCraft Two, I was Protoss all day and night. I love their whole thing, their whole vibe. But I, I don't know. I just don't get into Alarak. I don't get into Artanis. I don't get into these these guys. Tassadar yeah. is the closest I've been to really sinking time into a major Protoss character. So in my head, all weekend I thought, oh, they'll let me just be um, my best characters and I'll just play those. You'll just be Stukov for game after Yeah, game I'll just be Stukov the whole time and just heal their butts and show them how truly great that character is if they weren't already aware of it. And Jaina. And Jaina. I could have done Jaina. And Murden. And Murden. Whoever. Whatever my strongest characters are, I play a pretty good Tracer. Like All of those would have been fine. Instead, I was limited to this one pool. And here's the other reason they kicked our butts and then I'll shut up about it. A all... Uh, Protoss comp is no good because there's no he true healer at all. And any comp you make with all Terrans or all Zerg, uh, even without the blue pole, are going to have somebody with good quality healing. Stukov's a great healer. Uh, technically Zerg, technically Terran. You can kind of swap those two out so it's a little cheaty. But you've got Morales. You've got these other characters that can actually heal. And Tassadar is just chilled. All right, how's it going? Boop, beep, boop, boop. Stuff on the ground. Beep, boop, boop right here's a wall ah that was funny that's the guy and that sucks i mean it doesn't <laughs> suck but it sucked for our comp we never had any life we were almost dead all the time because of it well and you're also you're playing with a lot of well-informed good players so there's not like the whole you know when you're playing with newer players and you tassadar and you just roll some steamroll you yeah know, like there's none of that yeah like, these guys know how to deal with tassadar yeah. is the thing so it was it was enlightening and really fun and they were super everybody was great sport about it and uh, I'm I'm grateful they even thought I should be on there. But the next time this comes around, I'm I'm really pushing for John and Bo to get a turn because I just think you guys would have a blast. It's really fun. 
And it's fun. You know what it was fun to do? It was fun to see what I perceive, especially because I heard a lot of stuff off air. So people didn't hear on the stream. Just a lot of conversation back and forth about what's when are we doing this? Okay, we're doing that. A lot of kind of production stuff. Yeah. Those dudes are stoked about their game. Like, yeah. it's it's weird. It gave me like new juice for Heroes of the Storm because I'm hearing just hyped, jazzed people from the community team, from the dev team. This pro player was really excited to be there. I keep forgetting his name. Fan. Fan. Gosh dang it. Because they're going to start calling Phoenix Fanix. Just think of uh, Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro. Oh, there you go. The fan. Yeah. Sure. The fan. That's a he's, gr- great he's, example. Sure. He, he's one of them. Fan. So Seems pick one. like uh, <laughs> yeah, the other one's around though. the block for that. But I'm good with it. Well, I'll, you know. It's, I'll take it. I'll take need, what I can you get. Need, you need whatever mnemonics will work for you. Yeah, I, I agree. So anyways, it was really good. Uh, yeah, we, we should all get around on there because it's... Well, it's, it sounds cool. exciting. And yes, being around the developers and being around people who are involved in it can... It's just like anything else, be really inspiring. I'm sure, you know, you dig... You're, you're an artist. When you talk or hang out with other artists, you get jazzed on these things. Mm-hmm. And when we play D&D on the weekend, I get jazzed to make D&D. Mm-hmm. And just like anything else, sometimes... You know, we play, I think, a lot with the same folks for the most part. So that can become a little routine. Breaking it up and getting inspired is great. So I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm all, I'm all bored. I will, I will play whatever hero I'm forced You're to You're handed. Yeah. No, they <laughs> make Bo play. Um, I don't know. What do you not like to play? They got to make Bo it... plays pretty much everything. Yeah. What's your uh, lowest level hero right now, Bo? Like Gaul, I think. I mean, not counting <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> Gall, because whenever we choke gall, everyone makes me choke, and I'm just, I'm just you know. Yeah. Also, I kind of can't play gall. It's way too passive. Like he's strong and everything, but it's like you just aren't really doing anything. the The lack of navigation yeah. makes you feel like you're sort of. I don't log in and go. I want to play gall, but you know, log, I'll do that with a lot of other heroes. Yeah, you're literally. I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah, you're literally it's, not uh, ready, as gall would say. In a high I'm voice. not ready. Oh wait, I have a. Well, I mean, I don't care for Probius that much. I, you know what? I'm going to say this about Probius. I was glad I got to pick him today because I do, I do actually enjoy playing him. I don't always feel like I'm great at him or whatever. Uh, One of the matches Trixler played Probius and just creamed, just did really well. Like had top stats in every category as freaking Probius, and it reminded me that oh yeah, Probius can get work done. Uh, Mm -hmm. You just have to be good at him, and maybe I need to give him some more work, but I don't mind him. I think my biggest problem with him is I wish he had mount speed when you wanted it just like anyone else's mount i think his little burst is fine but a 20 plus second cooldown on that thing feels bad and you're really slow otherwise if you don't have it so i kind of wish he just could mount and by mount i mean just now he has boosters while he's mounted and when he's unmounted he doesn't have boosters or or whatever actually that's a good topic because i have the same problem with diva i played a diva game in a long time Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy playing Diva, but what actually makes me not want to play her and like pick her up and not bother is sometimes you're in Cursed Hollow in the top lane and the tribute comes up. Yeah. You press Q, okay, you boost it a little bit, and now it's walk speed. Everyone else is tunneling down and you're like, do 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 do. You know, like at least you give me like Rhaegar has reduced mount speed, like give her 10% mount speed, like give her something. Something. Just to feel like you're. Yeah yeah it doesn't probius would be good too and i don't know what that would do to the balance of either of the two characters we're talking about but i don't i wouldn't mind them experimenting she's with that in song. a rocket ship yeah like she, she can't one. get around faster than freaking cassia 
Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Who's slow? Who looks like they're slow? Uh, Blaze. Blaze, sure. Blaze looks slow, but he gets giant, around. Man in a giant suit of armor can get around faster than Diva. Yeah, basically. Also yeah. Giant suit. yeah, anyways. Uh, I, all, I mean, other than that, here's the other bad pick, is playing him on... So take that and combine the fact that we were playing on uh, lots of StarCraft maps. That was kind of the focus today, and so we played on... Um, the nuke map. Why can't I think of names tonight? My names are broken. Warhead Junction. Warhead Junction. Jeez, I wanted to call. Don't worry, I, I got, I got you. I got you, Scott. So thank you. Anytime I can't think of a name, please pipe in. <laughs> Today has been mentally taxing for me, but anyway, that thing's a nightmare. If you're Probius, if your Z's on cooldown, see you later, guys. I'll see you in a half an hour up in the top where the fight's gonna happen. Oh, oh f that map and Probius working together. It's awful. It's not good. That's why Probius just stays and does his own thing. Yeah, and, and he like, probably should, but I felt weird. Just, uh, I'm not going to come over there and help you guys. It's but, too far. I'm a tiny then, probe. You could play Dahaka or Falstad and just go around the map. <laughs> like, I get the diversity and not everyone should do things like that, but it's like Probius is like, yeah, it's full suckage on the mount situation. Yeah, it is. I did make a fun joke in there, though, that he, um, everybody was talking about how they were uh, uh, stutter stepping really well. And I made the comment that I was I was uh, stutter floating really well with Probius. Yeah, you mm -hmm. have to stutter float because because he floats right. He's not. There's no oh, step. there's no step. There's no uh, stepping. See, so you just go eat your eat your. But and you suit. Okay. You're really doing the same thing, but he's just floating. See, you you were talking about you stutter while I left presents in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my stutter floaters. Oh, anyway, I do like I do like that map, but I hate some ways that it punishes certain characters i think that's my problem with warhead junction but it was fun to play yeah. with those guys but anyway yeah. uh, bottom line uh huge thanks to blizzard it was it was an honor to do that and i would certainly do it again but before you have me on again please have these two on i think you would end up with a, a really fun time in fact it wouldn't i think it'd be really cool one time if we could figure out a way to uh, to lose horribly to devs as as a core team um but we, but no, we, uh, as our um not just our core team but our what, yeah what do we our, call our, our corn, hair league corn on the cob our corn on the cob the team the Kyle from into the nexus and stored corn yeah stored corn yeah get get yeah. Varel and hope sorry it Kyle and Kristen. being worse what is with the name stored corn I don't know that was the name we came up we with. we have to, we have to workshop that yeah also it it's makes me really want to play bad. my farm together game so well done John. <laughs> I got corn. I actually have corn sitting right there ready to be harvested. I got a, I got a quest for some corn, and I got to get that done. Anyway, I'll do that later. Fast forward 20 episodes from now, Scott's like, we really need a farmer hero on this yeah, yeah, we need I just like farm. I go in the lane, and I plant fruits, and I pick them and let the minions go about I, their business. I just want the world to know that at one point this week, Scott said to me completely unironically, I've got a really big peanut quest I got to take care of. <laughs> I did. I did. And I got it, by the way. I hit it, and it was great because it gave me these medals that I need to pay for buildings I can't get without medals. So it was awesome. And now I'm, uh, I've really expanded. I've got horses now. That's pretty cool. I don't know what they're putting on the ground for me to pull up, but they're, they're doing something. Is there a multiplayer in this game? Yeah. You, you, oh, yeah. You can go in and have up to eight people hanging around your farm and pulling your stuff. And <laughs> don't do it, though. It's a trap. It's so fun. You don't want to find yourself eagerly awaiting a big peanut quest <laughs> I, don't know. I, I think i might have room for another podcast in the week and uh yeah let's do a farm together podcast yeah and we'll and we'll record it in the farm in the and we'll make it a video thing and we'll walk around the farm going 
Okay, <laughs> this week they issued a balance patch. Turns out uh, watermelon are a little bit cheaper now, and they're taking an hour less to, to plant. <laughs> That's how it'll go. I've got some corn here. We're going to store it. <laughs> We're going to store this corn. All right. Um, I also laid out all my trees different. Anyway, that's a whole different thing for a different time. <laughs> I think he wants to do a, 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 we should do an episode on Farm Together. Uh, one off so we can see if it's worth it. Um, hey, Phoenix is out. And uh, I'm of the opinion, it sounds like Bo uh, said something earlier to this effect, and I, I think John's pretty happy about him too. Uh, Phoenix is great. He may be my favorite new character in a while. Um, not since... Well, I really, I think Blaze is pretty rad, and I really like Stukov, so I must have a StarCraft thing going here, but I really, really, really like Phoenix. I think there is uh, some unique stuff happening here. No mana, which is a huge bonus for me. I freaking hate mana. Or I just hate that every hero has mana, for the most part. I like it when they do something different, and um, he's really cool. So, John, since you didn't say, have you had, how much time have you had with him? What do you think of him? Uh, are you, uh, from a general standpoint, are you pretty stoked about him entering the Nexus? Yeah, he's really good. Uh, he feels fantastic. He's incredibly fun to play. He might be a little overpowered. We'll see how all that shakes out in the end. Um, but I don't think I've ever, at least in recent memory, immediately taken to just enjoying the way a character plays uh, quite the way that Phoenix has landed for mm -hmm, me. Mm -hmm. The Phoenix uh, has landed, yeah. Yeah, it's it's nothing but puns from here on out. It's all good. Uh, it's he's super fun, and I so the way I typically will go through uh, new characters is I'll usually do a by myself AI just to you know just to kind of get a feel for what he does and what talents I want to pick and be able to take all the time to look. Then I'll usually do a co op game and then I jump into quick match. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got into the co op match. And just we at, at and granted, it's against AI, so you're not being challenged to begin with, but it was the biggest stomp in the history and it got done and it was instantly five votes for MVP Phoenix. Wow. It was just like, yep, he just did all the work. Yeah. And I, I just was like, yep, this character probably pretty strong right now. Um and he just feels good, man. Yeah, and, and like his win rates are really high, and I think everyone you talk, you listen to in the community, everyone likes him. I it's hard to find someone who's putting Phoenix down. Yeah, Boom. nailed it. Nice, so nice. good. I, I had nothing so about good. it to say. I just wanted to make the pun. The no, um, that every, was but good. everyone, everyone likes him. Yes. Yeah, the Phoenix will rise. I know. I've already ruined it. Never mind. We're done. We can't do this anymore. I ruined it. <laughs> Uh, no, it's <clears throat> it's really, really cool to see a character like this get realized in a way that's really interesting. And today, uh, during that interview for Battle with the Blues, <clears throat> they talked about how it was actually really late in the game that they gave him the weapon switching W um, uh, mechanic. And uh, that was interesting because it sounds like the, the laser cutter thing uh, was from the get-go a thing they wanted to do with him, like maybe even like a founding concept. Uh, for part of his mm -hmm. kit. And then they said his E, uh, which is his escape and his teleport, made perfect sense. And they also said very early, even though they experimented with mana uh, as a as a, a resource, that they pretty quickly moved to something that was shield-based because Protoss, you know, that's probably a, a, a thing they'll do with almost every Protoss. It's like, well, this they're all about that. So let's do things that are more like that. 
and and that all made sense. But then they said it was way down the road that they chose uh, to have the alternate weapon, the rapid fire repeater cannon versus the big ball chucker thing, whatever the that's called. Gun, the, the big, I don't know what you call it. They remind the me of the business. Yeah, the one that does area damage and sort of bounce damage and all that. Like a photon bomb or something. Photon. There you go. Photon cannons is what it reminds me of. Uh, from StarCraft, but uh, that was interesting, and they didn't say what W might have been before. I would have been really curious about that. Like, what did they? What ended up on the cutting room floor would be super interesting. I wonder if they'll do more of that in the future, because I think players... I mean, maybe it opens up too many players screaming for a feature that they decided not to add, or... Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that, but but I, I'm, I find that really fascinating to find out that W used to be, uh, you know, a, a bird would fly out of his head or something dumb. <laughs> um, but he is just really cool. And I don't know. Well, like, it's almost like my, it's I'll almost, offer. yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. You're still talking. No, no I was just going to say it was one of my, one of my least favorite units in Starcraft one and brood war because mm -hmm. they had bad pathfinding. They were just kind of big and ogre and hard to like make sure they got where you wanted them to go and they get stuck in a lot of places and they felt slow. Like they were fine for what they were meant to be, which is kind of a mid range artillery in that game, but that's not what this is. He's so much cooler than that in this. And I just, I'm, I, it's just hats off, man. Those guys just killed it. Anyway, go ahead with what you're going to yeah, I was going to say warp. One of the interesting things about warp that I realized I haven't gotten my hands on him now is that a lot of movement abilities, they're, they're really quick. They seem to t either telegraph or, they happen so fast you see where they're going when they move around like swift strike you kind of know where it's going to go mm -hmm. there's just something about this this build up like there's a the 0.5 seconds where you can do things like make the opponent think you're warping away but actually warp to them and like psych people out like big time with it like it's just because i noticed the phoenixes where i'm like what's he doing here mm -hmm. no and I, and I die and i do the same thing um the warp abilities actually really cool the way they've implemented it yeah there is also like uh i don't know if this is a hundred percent accurate to the number but there's like a 0.5 second window where you're actually invincible during the warp mm. which is pretty incredible too because i've had some moments uh playing against a chromie where i would warp and i'd still see the effect where her sand hit but i would take no damage and reappear elsewhere so there's a oh. there's a small little window of opportunity i think if you look at like the numbers of it i don't know if it's 0.5 or you know maybe even shorter than that but there's a, a chunk of time between the initial cast and the initial arrival where he just isn't there and is considered invincible so the classic use case is dodging pyroblast yeah, that sounds right. Also, although yeah. actually, I found something interesting. So his level ten, uh, not planet cracker, but purification salvo. Um, I don't know if it is all stuns, but I went to use that on said chromie, and just as it was about to go off, I stepped into the uh, little time trap, and it fired the missiles, but no missiles came out, and it wasted the ult full cooldown. Oh man. So I don't know if stuns on that at the time of shooting will deny that ult, but that's something to maybe look into as well. Yeah, hmm. it's interesting. Uh, yeah, he's just awesome, man. I don't know. I don't know how you make a. I don't know how you make a dragoon cool, but you, they did. I'm trying to find the designer's name. I wanted to mention her on the show, and I can't find it. Does anyone know her name? Yeah, I think I've 
Yeah, seen it on Twitter. For some uh, reason, I have a weird Twiddle hat. Twitter handle. Twiddle? You got a little Twiddle. You're using Twiddle. That's the problem. Shouldn't be on Twiddle. Twiddle, Twiddle is not popular yet. But it <laughs> it's coming up though. It's getting it. It's may. It's you know. Mark my words. Twiddle is on its way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was right. It's at the Cosmic Cake. There it is. The Cosmic yeah. Cake is her name. That's, well, that's her Twitter well, account. <laughs> are you listening to me, Scott? Yeah, I am. I totally am. <laughs> Bridget. 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 Um, Bridget. Br- Brigitte oh. from uh, Overwatch. Got it. Bridget. No. Brigitte. No, not not Bridget. It's not, Bridget. Oh. Okay, got it. Bridget at the Cosmic Cake on Twitter, and uh, there you G- go. Give I think her, other people worked on it too. Yeah, so. give her mad props though, because. But yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. Everybody Phoenix go and is, say thank you. Yeah. He's just so good. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, yeah. oh, do we want to groundswell people? If you're listening to this, go to at the cosmic cake and say thank you for Phoenix and tell them course sent you. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously, go raid her Twitter account and do just it. load it up. Yeah. Bomb it. Go in the chat room. Do it now. Go yeah. do it now. It's uh, again Make the sure. cosmic cake, just like you think it uh, says. Her header image is a big Phoenix picture. Everybody and, uh, be nice, though. Oh, be super nice. Don't be turds. You guys aren't turds. You guys are great. I like you guys. You guys are nice. If you do something yeah. mean, Plus, everybody gonna... should like Phoenix. Honestly, I think if anybody out there is like, I don't like Phoenix, I'm going to say that's a person who probably hasn't played. Phoenix. Yeah, I call her horse poo. If you say you don't like Phoenix, <laughs> that's my belief. Yeah, there's no way you don't like Phoenix. Anyway, in the uh, Nexus now, go go play it. Uh, also, there were some notes. So some pre-release nerfs happened to basic attack damage, plasma cutter and advanced targeting. But I haven't heard too many people complain. It sounds like it no. was just—he's <laughs> still really powerful. Yeah, that's good. That's a good feeling. And if you didn't play him on the PTR, then you don't know and you won't care. He just is who he is, so you won't have to think about those things. Um, what else? Uh, Varian? Can we? Do, oh yeah, what happened to Varian? What's going this, on with him? The start, uh, so I had a—I did a Twin Blades test. I played a Twin Blades game. Yeah, wasn't great. Oh no! But I'm happy to report. Col- Varian getting Colossus Smash at level four yeah. for everyone on the enemy team who is not Varian is the most irritating thing in the universe. <laughs> 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 like it's it's so annoying and taunt at level four is super annoying too. So I think it's a thing, but it's really it's really cool. Anyways, I just wanted to stop there and, and it's, I've been seeing a ton of Varians in the quick match realm. Lots of people are playing him, and he's as frustrating as ever. So really. Yeah, reports of his demise have been greatly exaggerated, I'm thinking. So this was the big changes we were hearing about, isn't it? Uh, yeah, his alt is at now level four. I mean, that's the big one. Yeah. Let's see. What is this? I didn't know this. Sorry. I just ran into a thing in the notes. I didn't see my first time looking through here. We have to stop the presses and talk about it. Okay. In-game UI change. Could uh, Well, maybe this is something I could always do. Muting another player's pings now also mute any death timer pings that uh, that player issues by alt plus clicking the party frames UI at the top of the screen. I didn't know I could mute other players pings. Oh, yeah, that's been in there for a while, actually. Well, shit, not not that long. Actually, no, 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 not that that long. No one's told me about this. I would love to turn this off. I mean, I don't remember, but it's it's not like I think it's probably gameplay update 2018 or something. right? I think it was like last year early. Really? For muting pings, yeah. I don't remember this at all. Okay. Oh yeah, you know what? Muting pings was a thing. I think it was for muted players. They could still ping. Yeah, and that's that, what I thought. I thought, and that, I, and that muted players you couldn't 
mute their pings or their things because they're muted players. Yeah, I thought if they were muted, and then they could just all day go. Yeah, John might be right. I might be thinking of something different. I had no idea. It's been in over yeah. a year, says Rufus P. Funkerdale in the chat. Your name is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Rufus P. Funkerdale. I did, why did I not know this? I hate when there's a feature I didn't know about, like changing Arthas out in the freaking demo screen. <laughs> I hate that. Well, hey, you know, it's a learning process. We all have our moments. At some point, we always have to be, you know, we always have to have the moment where we realize the middle minion is one that always drops the health globe. Like, Did, you it, know? did it come up today on Bro with the Blues? No. None of that does. <laughs> I mean, if it would have, I would have been like, oh, my gosh. I, I would have, oh, my internet's going out. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I would have been gone. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You know what's going to revoke your hero's card? Mm. You're passionate about the game. It doesn't matter if yeah. you didn't know you could switch it to Arthas. We're just teasing. Yeah. What would take my, let's see, what would take my card away? My card away would go if I, um, let's see. Wait, these are other people I'm playing against? <laughs> or if I. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good yeah. one that's a good one what if somebody what if not just me what if somebody start, picked up Lily and says i don't know how to heal ah see that would okay. be trouble right just hit your cue damn it hit your cue yeah I I'm, got, I'm, I'm flipping on the, the sirens on that one yeah you would i would say you can't do this anymore if you said out loud to us oh the game ends when the core dies <laughs> Our show's called Core. That'd be even better. That would be the one. That'd yeah, be the hard line in the sand. That's oh. life in prison. So you're supposed to take down their core. I get it. Oh. That makes sense because it's always at zero when we win or lose. <laughs> I, I get it now. Yeah, there it is. Um, uh, overall, yeah. though, I just want to say I think this was a really fun patch. Like from the uh, Carbot portraits and sprays to I finally got my uh, adjutant announcer, which is now going to just be my default announcer for all characters. Forever. Uh, just I just got it. I loved the new hero. I loved the new content. Like, overall, it just was a really, really fun one. Yeah. Except for, except for Tracer fan. Oh. I don't know. She's doing really well. If Like, uh, again, she? going off hot slogs, like, her... Win rate and I'm going off griping on Reddit, which is probably not a Yeah, griping on Reddit yeah. is one thing, but she had so here's what changed. Health increased from twelve oh six to thirteen fifty. Health regeneration increased from five point zero two three four to five point six two five oh. Basic attack damage increased twenty seven to twenty nine. Now all those sound like buffs to me. However, here are the changes to her kit. Blink, Q, charge cooldown increased from six to eight seconds. Eee, no one likes that. That's the thing I've seen people complain about. Melee, damage uh, reduced from 254 to 220. Nobody likes... Shut up, Echo. My Echo's talking. Why? I said nothing. <laughs> Nobody likes... Shut up, Echo. Uh, Nobody likes you. No one likes you. Um, so I she mean... had damage reduced there, and her cooldown increased in 26 seconds to 30 seconds for recall. That's all pretty hardcore stuff. Plus, the reduction of damage on Pulse Bomb is pretty bad. I mean, people are, people are looking at that and going, oh, there's nothing but... Uh, nurse, but I would say the things that I didn't like about Tracer, and I like her a lot, but the things I didn't like about her, how unsurvivable she was, and guess what? There's a whole bunch of new stuff with her that makes her a little more survivable, so I'm not I'm not uh, too poo-pooed about it yet. Going off hot slugs right now, again, as good a data as that can be, 31% uh, popularity, 
with a 54.1% win rate. That's up 1.6%. Yeah, she, she's, she's in the top five in uh, Diamond and Master League. Uh, yeah. You filter down to Diamond Master League uh, Hero Leagues. Um, is that why yeah, she got? So is that why she got pinged? Because she was seems, seems good to me. <laughs> I also, you know, what they were saying today in the in the in today's blues thing is they were telling me that Malfurion is off the charts right now. Like he is. He just, is. <laughs> you just don't like him. That's no, I like thing. Malfurion. I don't like his changes <laughs> that he had, and they make him feel wimpy and lame. I'm not playing him right. Is the problem now with all his changes? I mean, look, this. Uh, I don't want to make you feel bad because, like, the reality is they took a character that played one way and turned him into a character that plays a completely different way. Yeah. Like, and it's pretty rare they do that. Usually, they enhance a character what you're doing anyway. This was a pretty dramatic change for you, but he was like one of the most played supports during the last bit of HGC. He's considered pretty strong right now, yeah. um, but it's it's a completely different play style from what you've been used to. So it also makes sense that you might not be on board with the big change. You know, mm-hmm. I was talking to Alicia in the in the thing today, and she said she went on a twenty four out of twenty five. Uh, Game, hero league game win streak with Malfurion. I'm not saying she's the whole reason their team wins, but that's really strong, you yeah. know. And she's like, "That's I'm sticking with it." And to me, that's like finding a, it's like finding a, um, I don't know, a Hearthstone deck that just takes you up the rank, won't stop, and you never lose. It's like, why would you play I, any other character? I think the way you need to look at Malfurion now is, you know, how when you put your uh, your goop on people is Stukov. Yeah. And then you press your D to heal everybody. Mm-hmm. That's how you need to look at Malfurion, except instead of pressing D, you're pressing Q. And you can do it way more frequently. Yeah, except, I mean, he's not spreading it. And. No, you are, though. Are you? Yeah, because every time you put your heal over time on somebody, that stays on them for a long period of time. It stays on them a lot longer because you can get. I think two. You can get multiple hots. Up oh, on I see what you're saying. You and just then you hit with the W, and it, and right. then the heels start to spike. It's right. like Stukov, except instead of pressing D on Stukov, you press W on the enemy. Right, which it's, it's the same. That's the same mechanical configuration in my mind. Maybe yeah. that's what's throwing me. Is it just? I didn't expect that level of change. Like John said, it's just, it's just you, so different. You, you got to fling all the boogers manually on everyone. <laughs> keep them on. Stukov has automated boogers. <laughs> <laughs> this is all true. Nan- all nanites. True. They yeah. improve boogers as much as they improve other things. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Tracer got, got a little bit of the hammer treatment in some ways, and in some ways she got buffed, so... There you go. By the way, I'm the most I'm the most bummed about the rewards in Heroes of the Storm when it came to the StarCraft anniversary. Those portraits are fine because they're old school and hey, look at these. It's box art from 1998, everybody. That's great, uh-huh. but I don't think that's all that cool. All the other <laughs> games got some rad, like, functional things. Although I think the WoW wait, stuff's kind of dumb too, but... You got we, got a Star- we got a StarCraft hero and a StarCraft mount. Zergling's in the game, by the way. I bought one. Oh, uh... Gold or what? What'd you pay? Uh, shards? Uh, shard, shards, 600 shards. It's not, it's not bad. I bought the, the the pink and purple, you know. I'll well, get that tonight. tonight. I got yeah. all three of them because I found, I don't, I think this is just the way it works. They have right now a giant StarCraft pack. Yeah. Where it is just a ton of StarCraft stuff. And I owned everything except the three Zerg mounts and one Kerrigan skin. 
And because of the percentage discount they put on it, for me to buy that, it was like 400 and something uh, gems. Yeah. To buy just the Zerg by themselves, it was like 600 gems. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. So it was a massive discount, and I just picked up all three of them. Space math is what that is. You know what's curiously missing? What? And correct me if I'm wrong, is um, often we're spending money on mounts, skins, and heroes. Yeah. I kind of thought we would have seen maybe an announcer or a, the Carbot spray and portrait bundle. Like, I, yeah, we know I'm a big fan of buying JPEGs and Hearthstone. Uh, <laughs> even though, I'll be honest, when Dungeon Run came out, I bought a Medivh. Oh, you did? Era. Yeah, because I didn't want to play as a default hero. So that Dungeon Medivh Run actually, really actually sho- shoveled out 20 bucks for my wallet just so I could play as the cool heroes. That's awesome. I have to admit. So I'm wondering. Yeah. I hate myself. You shouldn't like, hate yourself. I hate portraits, and then I buy them anyway. You shouldn't hate myself. yourself. You should. You um, should be thrilled that you uh, you have as low a control. I hate factor my as frail human nature. I wish I was Vulcan. Let's put it that way. Sure. Um, but the the uh, the 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 Carbot stuff should be a bundle. It should be. Can I buy all the? It should be able to purchase all the por- uh, the portraits and the sprays. That's for like. I agree. 15 bucks but yeah, the blizzard guys seem to be huge fans of those by the way the dev team we played today all had carbot um uh, portraits nobody had anything but carbot so they must be yeah. big fans Seems super weird i hadn't thought about that till you said it but you would think that they would throw those things in there for at least perceived enhanced value you know what right I mean? right like, in the st- so that's why i was saying maybe they're in the starcraft bundle you get like a spray or two along with everything else seems like that seems like the extra you know, there's like one good Kit Kat when you go trick or treating, and then a bunch of like shit candy. You know, it's like, that's the I don't want to call it shit candy, but that's the extra sprinkles that you get thrown in. Don't go to their house; they only give out shit candy. I like it. <laughs> I like it. They give apples right. and shit candy. Um, <laughs> worst house, <laughs> dude. The worst the house worst. are the ones that give you toothbrushes and toothpaste. I had a neighbor do that when I was growing up. Oh no! Yeah. You're gonna problem. thank us when you go to the dentist's office and don't have any cavities. That's right. And it was like a little tube, one of the small travel tubes, and then a little tiny toothbrush, and you got a little pack in there, and it was like wrapped in a little ribbon. And I just remember resenting the hell out of that because. You even know, even you know if I that's a good that. idea, if that's only good if everyone gives you that and nobody else is giving you candy. Otherwise, this is like it's not enough. It's like saying, uh, "Well, I've got this uh, spray bottle, so don't shoot any nukes at me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop it with this. Oh shoot, it didn't work. Mushroom cloud, we're all dead. Bye. Yeah. You know where those toothbrushes got to go into yeah. their pipe, into their pool uh, pipe mm. cleaning system. That, oh, oh, that. Oh, I yeah. thought you meant up the butt. I thought you meant up the butt as well. No, no, no. You go into the backyard <laughs> where their pool is and you ruin their pool because you're, you're a kid and you do dumb things like that. He's like, you know where they got to go? I was like, I do. And then he was like, up the pipe. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't words correctly. Well, they used to do that when okay. before digital cameras and people had their phones with them. If you had went on vacation, you had to be careful because people uh like like help staff you didn't tip them well you'd get home and develop your camera full of film and you'd find one or two shots of the maid like two maids giggling one of them with a toothbrush up their butt was your toothbrush but you wouldn't see it till weeks after because you didn't get your film right away is that real that's a real thing i had a friend had that happen to them in the late 90s mid 90s and uh he never quite got over it he never went to mexico again he went to he went to well, I that's can't a little Cabo. racist. I mean, well, no, it was like it was like Cabo. He went, <laughs> he went to Cabo. It's the only place that's ever happened. So he thinks it's a yeah. Mexico thing. But anyway, it's 
That's why I have yeah, a nuke it from orbit. They do it here to, too. Like tr trips. <laughs> I buy a bunch of like airplane stuff. Even if it's just a quick run, you know, next door to California, I buy a bunch of the airplane supply stuff and that all goes in the trash. I'm like a, like a secret agent leaving a murder scene. Just everything's expendable. Just throw it all away and walk away from this person. I yeah. was on a uh, burner toothbrush is what we call those. Yeah. They're yeah. burners. Anyway, uh, portraits, not enough. That's just my opinion. I think what they should have done there. I mean, I got this cool battle cruiser Diablo pet that floats around and gets gold for me, like all the pets do in that game. It's fantastic. Uh, that's a bunch of work they put into that there deal. Uh, uh, some kind of deal in Hearthstone. I forgot what. You get some card back or something and some free decks. That was good. That's good. Over here, they should have done like that Zerg, some basic version of the Zerg mount. That should have been the thing. Just saying. Yeah, you got Phoenix. But you had to pay for Phoenix. You got the privilege of giving them money for Phoenix. <laughs> oh, did I mention tonight we're giving away some Phoenix codes? Are what? We? I forgot and to why mention Why did I this. pay for it? Why did I pay for it? <laughs> All of us bought Phoenix, and um, now I have codes, which I seems backwards, yes. But uh, they, at we're the end of the- passing the savings on to you. <laughs> the, uh, so we should give them to one of the people who are sending warm tidings to Bridget. Yeah, we should do that, oh, actually. Yeah. That's a that's great a idea. idea. I think that's a great idea. So if you haven't already sent warm tidings to Bridget, uh, do that. And then we'll kind of dig through those and we'll give those away that way. That's a good idea. I'd rather do that than give them out like live on the stream because I just want to play games after we're done. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I uh, like that. Um, That's a good way but yeah, to do at it. the end of this, so thanks, uh, community team. They gave me a, a wad of codes after we finished today. And I was like, sweet, we'll find happy homes for these, I'm sure. So there you go. I think I have, uh, how many do I have? Hold on. Total of one, two, three, 92. four, five. I hope five. a lot of you are sending good types. We have yeah, five so there's total. 82 of you in here, and I only see four positive things. And Scott doesn't count. He's five. Yeah. So let's go. Count. You want to win something? Yeah. Oh, there's six. Go, 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 go. Warm tidings. Go for it. Be nice. Yeah. And if you, I realize this doesn't help people at home and listen to the podcast later. There are thousands of you. So, I mean, we could do it. We don't have to do it today. We could do it tomorrow for a few codes. That's what we're going to do. John, John, John nailed it. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. We give away codes and they're to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody who listens to it now live, all of you say nice things out there the three of us will we'll figure that out about who what which of the five of you should get it and you all get a code so don't <laughs> buy people Phoenix who yet. wanted it tonight that are now upset at me for that <laughs> hey okay maybe we give one to the live chat i love this guy big is like quiet john john <laughs> john stop you convinced him <laughs> that's really funny all right anyway John could make me. He could say something else now, and I just changed. I changed directions again. What if we just gave them all away right now? Hey, you know what? John's got a good idea there. Let's just do it. <laughs> That's good. That sounds good. I like the cut of his jib. Uh, PvP brawl has returned. You can play it now, and presumably you should because when it's not easy, it'll be hardcore down the road like they did the first time. And it is another StarCraft uh, themed uh, cooperative brawl called Dead Man's Port. I've not played it yet. Has anyone where you done stick it? The toothbrush. Yeah, Dead Man's Port in Cabo San Lucas. Uh, where do you? Where, uh, who's done it? Has anyone done it? No, it's. Uh, I actually lied in my headline and made you uh, lie to everybody. It's on March thirtieth. Oh, I thought it was already. I, I actually before all this, I thought it was out already. 
So. Yeah, it's always tricky with the brawls because they show up in the patch notes. So you're like, sweet, that's in the game. Yeah. But it always ends up being that Friday is when it starts yeah. uh, for those. So it came in on this patch, but it'll be Friday where it starts. It keeps saying normal next to it. So I would assume a hardcore mode is coming in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so get in there. This is this was a super fun way to get people who don't normally play Heroes of the Storm to play. Yeah. So I would encourage them to do it now because what happened to me last time uh, we did this sort of thing is everybody played it on normal and raved about it. And then all my friends got interested and all wanted to play when it was on hardcore and everybody got their butt stomped and were sad. Mm-hmm. So tell your friends about it now mm-hmm. and uh, get them get them in there while it's easy. And then, you know, they can stick around for hardcore next week. Although I would argue uh, it wasn't easy, but I but I take your point. I, f- I found it still pretty challenging, even in the normal mode. I thought well, we were getting used to the way things worked, but yeah, uh, yeah it's it's cool though, right? What? We like that, don't we, Bo? We like uh, the... Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. This was, I think, the greatest use of brawl that has was ever been was Escape from Braxis, my favorite brawl. Yeah, it made me want to just play brawl yeah. as its own thing and want to come to the game for this thing. So I'm happy there's another one, and the Mirror Han link makes sense. One of the patch notes I just saw it actually says like you're going to be working for her. Oh. Hold off the invading Zerg long enough for Mirahan to activate the Psy Disruptor. I'm telling you, they are grooming, mark my words, everybody, right now. They are grooming that character to be a way bigger deal in the StarCraft universe and bring her into Heroes of the Storm so it doesn't feel like she was just kind of made of whole cloth. I'm telling so you. So Raynor's successor? Um, in a StarCraft 3, it's Mirahan, leading lady, main character. Maybe. She talks pretty funny. I'm gonna put that out there for a main <laughs> character. True, it's it takes some getting used to. She looks like hard luck Zarya too. Which is also, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the version of Zarya that ended up in Deadwood instead of uh, you know Happy Overwatch Land. <laughs> yeah, like it, just alternate realities. Zarya's like really depressed sister. Uh, but I like her. I'm sad that Matt Horner isn't around. He's like the Ross to her Rachel. He needs to be there to just be boring and lame. Uh, by the way, you're going to have to convince me. So right now, our the title of our episode is possibly Let Me See Your Phoenix, which is pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm, I'd like to submit my vote for Hard Luck Zarya because I think that's freaking funny. And okay. you, someone in the chat or you two will have to convince me otherwise because right now that's leading the pack. Hard luck, Zarya. Like, but but you spelt luck. it Zariah. Oh, I did? Oops. Uh, <laughs> Zariah. Uh-huh. I will bring the Tobelstein. I, I will fix that later. All right. I like uh, hard luck, uh, Zarya. I only put let me see your phoenix because as I was typing the notes, I twice misspelled his name with an s and it made me laugh every time like Phoenix, <laughs> like if like you just close the f the, the two f points and make a p and it would be pe- penis uh-huh. it, or uh-huh. phoenix it could be phoenix phoenix yeah <laughs> i live in phoenix arizona phoenix arizona exactly pohenix all right wow uh so chat room continue to express how that works with the uh, tweet so that people know how they can win because i don't want to explain it again all right what else? Oh, hey, PAX is coming up, by the way. Uh, they're going to stream uh, stuff on 12.30 p.m. Pacific. That's next week. We suspect a new hero. We've talked about this a little bit. They've also teased information about Nexus lore. They say we'll learn something about that. So whatever that is, maybe they're tied together. That whole Decker Kane idea is sort of floating around still. 
any new ideas? We certainly haven't had any new leaks. We don't know, you know, we don't know any more than we did last week, really. No, think. we just, we've been teased that it's it's probably more than just a new hero. There's probably more to say, um, but no idea what it is. It sounds like it's big. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm really excited. I'll be sneak watching from work again and uh it's gonna be a good time yeah and jeff canada's moderating the thing oh i didn't know yeah. that that's great yeah that's yeah. a good pick he so loves heroes there yeah that's awesome yeah. So i was i was like i was happy to see that yeah he's, he's been working really hard on becoming a better player him kyle's been coaching him mm-hmm. on that caffeine streaming service yeah anyways they got some uh, they got some deal going on that but they had so so he uh I'll always remember this. He came, so he was at Nerdtacular 2015 when we had Mets in there on stage, and I thought it was all going to be wow questions, <laughs> like because it's Metzen and he's sitting right next yeah. to Russell Brower. So I thought, oh, it's wow all day for the rest of our lives. That's all this is going to be up here for this interview, and or for this for this Q and A part of the of this of the panel, and this room's full of you know close to a thousand people, and Jeff stands up and totally asked a hero's question and i just thought that was awesome yeah this has been 2015 which would have been the game was out for what like half a year or something is all he was already all in so anyway it's very exciting he said oh listen to this brown coat jedi says jeff canada says he has seen the new stuff already you'd think he would if he's part of the presentation and says it's blizzcon level announcements Ooh. Everyone's got to make way for Diablo 4 or whatever's going on in the fall. So they do it now, and it's BlizzCon level. Ooh. All right. I'm pretty stoked. Me too. I don't know what to expect, but I'm stoked. Very I'm going to believe the hype is what I'm choosing to do. Uh, Wicked Kitten, you're right. That was a great nerdtacular. Very uh, fond memories of that. It was also 45 pounds less weight I had then, and I really <laughs> like that about myself then. Anyway, hey, look at this here. Uh, uh, nothing sacred seems to be a common phrase that defines Heroes of the Storm. We've even heard it again today in today's Brawl with the Blues. It has been their philosophy from the start with things like XP, different maps, single hero controlled by two people, moving Varian's ults to number four or fourth level, and now Phoenix having no ult talent upgrades at 20. Sometimes it's small things and sometimes it's big, big things. So we thought we'd brainstorm a little bit. Talk about some wild, non-sacred ideas that could uh, still happen. And John's got a crazy idea here with a very small hint. And I'm dying to know what this means. I mean, is it just what it means, 6v6? Or do you want to add? basically what it means. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think this would particularly work. I haven't given it a lot of thought, let me be clear, before people come in and start at replying me with, well, technically, (laughs) I haven't given it a lot of thought. It's going to sound like I have, but I have not. Uh, so a, a recent debate has reignited around the heroes uh, universe about once again, people saying, man, I wish duo queue was back, mm-hmm. you know, in hero league. That's something that they moved. Now, if you want to queue as two people, it's going to be in team league. They've removed the ability to just duo queue into uh, into hero league. Right. Uh, and the one side is saying, that's ah, a fun way to play the game. It's what we want. You got another side saying, you know, that usually means it's between one and three people that aren't in on the group, and that's unfair, and that's not right. And they're always going back and forth. So if nothing is really sacred, I propose to you, for my crazy idea, uh-huh. Heroes becomes a 6v6 game 
and we bring back duo cues. Fixes wow. both problems. Wow. All the problems are solved. Okay. I have fixed every problem with Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> All right. I mean, huh, interesting. What would two extra characters do to these games? Would they have to make them bigger? Like the, the battlegrounds be bigger? Like I know it has an impact. It has to, right? It's balanced oh, yeah. for five on five. So oh yeah, it would change it, everything. It destroy it all. It'd be all. It'd be so good. It'd just mess it up. I guess that's your whole point about non sacred. Yeah, um, and yeah, I don't think that they could do it. Probably from a technical level, because we do hear things about like, hey, we can only make a character yay big or have this many summons without the game just all of a sudden, you know, wanting to implode in on itself. So I'm pretty sure adding a whole nother hero to each side would probably have some hurdles. But make it 6v6. Okay. I'm in. Bo, 6v6, make it better, ruin the game. Not sacred. Well, what do you think? They, they zoomed out the camera, so there is more room for all the heroes on the screen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, they did. They did, but yeah. think, of, think of the combo. Think. Of, I mean, I, okay, let me throw this at you before you answer. Because now it's starting to sink in. Huh. Then having two healers two tanks at the same time is a reasonable idea or really overloading dps is an, is something you could do like and not uh, and not lose a healer or not lose a a second tanker you know what i'm saying like it does open up possibilities potentially yeah i'm 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 not against it i want to see it i want to try it but yeah and we're this is the proposed exercise which is kill your sacred kill your darling do the stephen king thing kill your darling so the whole concept of 5v5 going out the window and making it 6v6 doesn't seem like a terrible thing. Like now if you said 4v4, I'd be like, eh. <laughs> but because but, you see, so you go to the 6v6, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, like, so uh, that, that's, yeah. Did I articulate that gracefully? No, that was very well said. I'm going to yeah. tell you all, I've thought about this for probably like, three minutes so i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a flawless plan <laughs> i mean it's okay that's fine i like it 6v6 blizzard uh let us know if you're gonna give that a shot i'm sure they've tried these things i mean they had I'm to sure they maybe it's hard maybe there's also something to be said for uh even an even number of people that that might actually be easier to to navigate and find people to play with you than it is to get f five because you leave somebody out you know i got a lot of duos out there that are friends you're like hey you guys want to get in here oh shoot we're already at four we only need one i guess jimmy will have to sit out you know like yeah. i don't know there's something to be maybe there's something to be said there like that I've, I've actually seen this happen in overwatch it has six players per team and it's we we run into less problems where um when we're playing here in the house and the kids are all playing and we got my cousin or my nephew playing and their cousins are all playing and it's easier for us to have six and not have somebody sit out for for whatever reason there's always enough for six but if it was five somebody'd be screwed so i don't know something to think about i like it john bo do you have any uh non-conforming crazy wacky chogal double-headed guy ideas what do you got there <laughs> um yeah wacky ideas i think i think that that idea of introducing more along the veins of a chogal or lost Vikings, we do need in the game at some point. Mm -hmm. That's not really sacred cow though, but it feels like it's been a little while since we got a wacky hero, since we've gone wacky town. Mm -hmm. Um, what if we got Deathwing 
and all five people had to play Deathwing, and no. each person controlled a single limb. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Somebody's the head. Somebody's the <laughs> one of the legs in front. And they got to do like that Q-op game. Remember that where they had to we, like step in the right way. We finally gave you what you wanted, but it's not going to go the way you think it will. <laughs> I think. Yeah. It, it, yes. Um. I think, but like, just to just bring it back, like for me, the idea we talk a lot about heroes and skins and gems and stuff, and we do talk about maps. We don't get a ton of maps, and I feel like ooh, the game has settled into not a tropiness, not yet. Like Volskaya was new and unique. Like they are trying to introduce map-specific mechanics that are unique to it. I'd like to see it push further. I've always had, we're not getting a custom map editor, so I'm going to stop holding on to my little secrets of maps that I want to make for this game. If we could do a map all on Warcraft airships mm. and that the whole map moves, like, you know, so there's, you know what I mean? Like, like it's just, it's just pit and airships and you go, you know, like, like this braver approach that might not be possible given their engine or whatever, but this idea that we could expand the wackiness of the maps, mm. but still make it feel competitive and stable, you know, find that balance. Things like wind, pits and wind. I want to, you know, I want to boot people into holes as Lucio. Yeah, I like so that. I just love to, I'd love to see like, I'd love to see an initiative on the part of the game as a whole to say, we started this project by saying we're not limited to one map. We're going to do interesting things that are map specific and lean into it. I sort of expected, you know, early on that, oh, in a couple of years, we're going to see them lean really hard into like really unique map mechanics. And while I wouldn't fault them, I think the maps have been great. Um, at the same time, I, I just, I don't know, we got, we got Hanamura and that, that didn't, wasn't well received, but I kind of liked it because it was, trying to be different and they're going to bring it back but i hope they don't i hope everything in the future isn't a reiteration of towers of doom or which hanamar kind of is like or there's a big bad thing whoever beats theirs first gets the thing to push in the lane we have a lot of push in the lane mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. so or like what if there was a field full of undead and you had to stand in the field and lightning struck you and the more lightning you charged up, the more undead you could raise or, and it was not just in the lane. Like there's a lot of like ideas for weird map stuff that I feel like is in world of Warcraft and they're like battlegrounds. Like there are these interesting ideas in the battlegrounds and that we could bring that mm -hmm. to this game. Sure. So yeah, that's my, uh, nothing is sacred. I like it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here's mine. Uh, tag team mode. Here's how it works. Um, this works actually pretty well with John's six on six thing. Maybe they combine these, but here's the idea. You go into a draft mode and you pick two characters. Okay. So, uh, you go in, you pick Artanis and you pick Murky as an example. And then you do like those, uh, those tag team Tekken games or the Marvel Capcom games where dragon ball fighter z yeah that game does it too that's right i haven't played that yet so i assumed it had a tag mode but you get into the you get into those games and you're in a position where you're like you know what i could really use right now that murky and you basically <laughs> just slap hands he comes into the ring and boom he's now the thing and there's a limit on maybe it's a cooldown, you know and it's a long one 
Uh, so you want to be real uh, strategic. You just can't just do it whenever you want to. And so maybe the two cases where you can do it is a really long cooldown anytime you want type swap or when you're just about dead and there's like a window of death uh, life left or whatever that if you if you hit the key during that time, you'll you'll swap out with a fully healthed up murky or whoever your alternate character was. It probably would have to be its own mode. This can't invade the game general, but there's something about that I'd like to see what that would be here's, like. Here's what I love about that idea, because like one of the cool things about fighting game tag modes <laughs> is that you can get your big ultimate finisher on multiple characters, and you can set them off at the same time to do something totally insane. So I like the idea that you could, in theory have like etc running with phoenix you could have etc go in start a sweet mosh pit press the tag button in comes phoenix and planet cracker across the <laughs> mosh pit that you just set up like oh that'd be so cool i would yeah. love that yeah yeah like that would be the idea and the same thing is true of those fighting games i mentioned that's what you do it's like all right well here comes uh, the hulk and he does some weird thing and that stuns the guy and then you follow up with, I don't know, Ryu or whoever and does a fireball. Whatever that combo is. Instead of you relying on your team for all your combos and your wombos, you could just do it yourself or some version of it. And yeah. maybe that meant after you did it and the Planet Cracker was your follow-up, you're stuck with Phoenix for the next two minutes uh, or whatever the cooldown is. So you, so you, you know you got to build up your EX bar. Yeah, and yeah. you know that you're... Yeah, exactly. It's like a special. <laughs> and you know that you're doing it. And maybe this... Now, see, that even gives me more ideas about how it's maybe not a permanent thing. Maybe maybe it's like an, another kind of ult where you, you build up a certain kind of points for it for doing something. And then you bring in Phoenix or a Phoenix-like moment of planet crackery. I don't know. I just think it'd be fun to combine things like that. And, and again, I don't think it re replaces the core game. I'm not saying fiddle with that model. I'm just saying maybe even as a brawl, this could be a fun thing to experiment with. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. Look at that. Look at us with the nothing like is sacred. Like that nothing there's is sacred. That's a good segment. Like thinking about it, there's kind of a version of like the Lost Vikings that sounds cool like this. Like instead of even a mode, like maybe there's a character that depending on which primary character you take, it's one class but then you can tag in another character to perform some ult that's on cooldown that you can combo with between them yeah. and have, you know, like a rotation of the characters. Like, oh, I picked the, the tank main, but I can tag with the DPS so I can do this cool stun and body block thing. And then I can tag in and here comes my DPS and he does a cool move. And uh, I think there's a lot of cool ideas for something. Like I that. totally agree. Also, I just like the idea of once in a while looking at nothing is sacred. I like this as a periodic segment on the show yeah. it's fun to fun to tear this stuff apart let's talk about talents for phoenix for a minute uh as you know he's a big spider looking guy and uh he he's got talent <laughs> um <laughs> you know he, he's got talent <laughs> you know he's got talent he is the steward of the templar and uh we know about his trait we know about his abilities let's talk about how you guys are already starting to break down his talents john how do you build him when you make phoenix so yeah, I figured rather than just one of us talk about him, especially because we're all playing him, I thought maybe we'd just go through the levels yeah. where he gets talents. I don't. And... I have no idea. That would be my answer. Oh, I, I mean, but that's the thing is, no. I'm not saying this is a build. I'm yeah, saying yeah. here's what I'm playing with and why I'm liking it. And yeah. so for me, I mean, like talk about the talents, I just don't have 
a build, I guess. Is yeah, yeah. Either. I think my favorite level one to currently play with. I mean, not that I'm adverse to stutter stepping, but advanced targeting is just fun for me. I love sending off that little spinning circle of death and hearing satisfying little quest pings as it hits people over and over again. It's funny. I just gave that big speech and I'm like, that's mobile offense. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, look at you. Look at you. you got I a stutter floater. Stutter floats. Um, I like, uh, so the, what that gives you so people know is after hitting 30 heroes, plasma cutter circles an additional time. So no additional damage other than you get an additional circle, which is, of course, more damage. But No, but it does actually increase his basic attack damage. Oh, I missed that. As well. Oh, yeah, yeah look at that. Baby damage from 0 0.75 up to 75. I missed that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. See, that's probably I th the two, three times I've played, that's what I picked. Um, I like mobile offensive, except I suck. So there's that. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the one most people, in fact, according to... Uh, Hero's Heart, that's what most people are choosing, 57.7 on the yeah. side anyway, uh, with a 34.6% for the one we just talked about, and 7% using Arsenal Synergy. But obviously, Mobile Offense is going to be great for anybody who really maximizes stutter step, you know, sort of damage, auto attack damage control stuff. I think I think the issue with advanced targeting and the basic attack, basic attack damage buff is that as the game goes on, that's less and less of a reward because 30% is all, your basic attack damage is going to increase over the game. It's always going to be 30%. Or mm -hmm. if it's a flat 75, the higher in level you go, the less of an actual percentage increases. What I don't know, because I haven't looked at a calculator and figured it out, and I'm sure uh, Math of the Storm will be on top of this one. Um, it seems to me like... Like this is the faster you can complete this, the more value you'll get out of it mm -hmm. for the extra basic attack damage, mm -hmm. which is weird because I actually thought it was extra Q damage. I didn't realize it's basic attack till now either. Mm. Um, so seems seems to be like mobile offense, like you know, in the late game would probably amount to more than seventy five damage, and yeah. you get it just yeah. for stutter stepping, which seems like for free for free. Yeah, it does. In my I am HO. No, that's a good point. I do I do like the idea of late game though. Even though you're not getting the 75 flat damage benefit late in game, you're still getting that extra swing and that extra swing in fights that are really close. Like that's it's a it's fun. Yeah. The, the plasma cutter is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a great ability. I, yeah, I'm not saying pick one over the other. I'm saying like the reason why I think I think of mobile offense is better is for for that reason. Yeah, right. uh, and I, I think hands down when it comes to pure auto attack, I think, you know, there's no doubt mobile offense and high levels where that line is drawn. I don't know, but would definitely uh, eventually outpace it for sure. sure. Fun factor but, definitely happening with the first pick, though. It's good times with that. Yeah. Uh, what um, do you go for with four? <laughs> level four, I it appears I'm with the majority on this, although I want to try... Like it, during the uh, the PTR, I was playing with Warp Conduit a lot. Yeah, um, Warp Conduit, sweet. Yeah. I think Warp Conduit sounds super fun, but then I have found the way I play them, it's not as I'm not getting it as much as I thought I would. No, you, uh, you gotta you gotta train for it. Like I had, yeah. it's like Li Ming and Critical Mass. If you're not paying attention to the deaths when you're playing it, you'll miss. All the value you won't you won't be getting value from Li Ming if you miss the critical <laughs> mass tracks. Um, but but in all seriousness, I was in a, a team fight, 
and there were there was like three people with sub 10%, like two autos, and I could kill them. And I forgot I had warp conduit so that I could just eat to somebody, huge gap closer, peck him twice, as I did it to one guy. And then I was like, well, I guess I'm out of range, can't kill these guys. And then I was like, oh, shit, I could have totally just... You can keep pressing E and getting the kill. It's that's makes her it makes him like E Ming. -ming. The thing is, it's like it's just you have to practice and play with the hero. E Ming. E Ming. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a really good slip. You didn't mean to do it, but that's a fantastic thing. I liked it. Because it's on his E. Yeah. Oh, he's E Ming. He's E Ming. -Ming. Well done. That was really good. But I I am taking emergency protocol. I I feel like once the shield's down, you want to be able to run away. That's when his health pool gets risky anyway. So that's kind of my safe pick. But I do like Warp Conduit. And now I'm going to call it E-Ming every time. I'm picking E-Ming at level four. Uh, Level seven, you've got these options. Combat Advantage, Warp Warfare, and Divert Power to Weapons. That's currently the leader, that third one. Uh, in terms of picks, uh, what that does is activates to instantly drain shield ca- shield capacitor, or basically a shield to go down to nothing, but increases basic attack damage by eighty percent of the shield drain for five seconds. Lots of burst potential there. Uh, it's scary though because you don't have your, uh, you know, you don't have your business. Yeah, it sounds like a closer. I've been I've been too scared to try it yet. I've been taking warp warfare just because it gives you the flat under twenty five percent. Let's see that but one. Is... I can see. It gives you when after you warp, you get 125% attack speed for four seconds. That's like 1.66 stim pack stim drones. Oh yeah, stim drone gives you 75 for for half the time, but you get 1.66 more. It's also percentage, so it's it's um, shoot speed. Yeah, so it That's, scales. Yeah, but you, it has to be noted. It only works on repeater cannon, and this comes up with this talent tree too. Is sometimes it's like give a bunch of damage to photon cannon and you're just thinking auto attack it so if you're in if you're in uh white booger mode and and you're shooting those things yeah so i was like why am i not shooting faster and it's because it's only for the little lasers yeah yeah i think i want to try warp warfare it sounds good i've actually been with the minority of people i've been taking combat advantage uh simply based on my the way i've been playing i've been playing a very like stay back and poke and then once everybody's starting to get down i warp in i go crazy with the plasma cutter that's slowing that's doing all sorts of stuff the damage is very high but that same play style would work really well with warp warfare as well so like I honestly he does so much damage right now yeah yeah it's yeah well uh then you jump to your level 10 there and you got your uh, your purification salvo and your planet cracker. Now, 76% of people are building it with purification salvo, and I understand why, but planet cracker is the most badass thing in the game, and I just don't know how I'm going to force myself to not use that, at least for a huge chunk of time. I'll, I'll tell you, when you miss, like, 10 shots. I know, but it's so <laughs> cool. Because right, I've played a couple games, and I'm like, it's so cool, and everyone walks at, like. In it, if you have somebody gonna pin them down and, and say like, "Here, shoot the cracker here," <laughs> then that's good. Yeah. But like, otherwise, it's no good. No, it happened like, today. Yeah. Like, I I'd be on the ground doing Stukov Florianus, and that thing would come washing over me, and I'd be go, "All right, let's get up, move." So it's not like I'm unless you're trapped in somebody's, you know, tomb or something. Um, then there's you're right, you're totally right. But gosh, dang it, dude, 
That thing is oh, like... Oh, it's cool. It's amazing. Oh, it's so cool. It's got the best sound effect ever in the game. It's just so good. But I I'm... died a couple of times just because I fired the alt, but fired it too close to the team fight and got dove. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't want to cancel it because I wanted to keep seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, it, <laughs> like, and there yeah, is something fun about annoying people who are all... You know, they're all coming down the lane, all five of them, like a center lane. And you just fire that thing like end to end. And there's no block in it. And it's very disruptive but yes it's probably not the winning pick i don't i think there'll be maps and instances where i will take it but yeah purification salvo has some really nice closing potential that's all i've played with but i would be inclined on certain maps and with certain comps to do planet cracker yeah it's a it's fun fun level 10 there for this character though Mm -hmm. all right uh auxiliary shields is the biggest pick from 13 Permanently reduces Phoenix's maximum health by 10, excuse me, percent, but increases shield capacitor shield by 20. Basic attacks regenerate shields equal to 20% of the damage dealt. I don't know why you'd pick anything else. Like, again, I'm always thinking survivability at this point at at that level, and I would totally pick that. That's actually my pick here as well. I I kind of picked it on a, oh, let's give it a try. And then when I saw how fast my shields were coming back, I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to take this a lot probably. Yeah. Uh Bo, do you you differ? This is the, this is the one that stumps me the most. I don't I don't see the I, I don't I don't see the value in any of them. I'm glad other people like have decided. Um well, I mean it's just weird cuz like the 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 divert power drains the shield and that's the talent most popular at 7. And then you want to increase the thing you're going to be draining anyways. I don't know. It's, I think it's, that's it's to get weird. it back quickly. So the idea um, is you use it to increase your damage output by a lot, and then you're regening shield by shooting. Which oh, includes... actually, no. Auxiliary is the one I've been taking, too, because of that second part. Sorry, I confused yeah. rapid recharge with auxiliary shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auxiliary, so ra- rapid yeah. recharge seems like it's a better pick because um, if you, are again, have a good healer and you're in a solid group, uh, the, with, on tanks, there used to be the enhanced healing you'd get, like on Johanna and Stitches. you remember? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah. used to right. be like healers heal you for 40 percent more it's mm. not in the game anymore there's a and, version of it that stitches i think still has, yeah and uh, like they're the most unattractive you don't want to pick them talents and they're incredible <laughs> they're actually like super good but they require you to have a you know healer in that case that's you know doing a good job of healing you Re- rapid and, recharge uh, too would be really strong with uh so uh, most dukoffs don't take this but if you take uh Oh, shoot. What's it called? Universal Carrier? Mm-hmm. Is that the one? I hope I'm not confusing it with the Morales one. Anyway, the one where he just passes his booger constantly over and over. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, right. If you did that and 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 you had your Phoenix uh, go at 13 with Rapid Recharge, that's a pretty sizable... If you're playing yeah. right, that's that's crazy. You'd never lose shield. you just always have it. Or you, the extra overhealing from a Morales once you've drained your shield and you're getting into your life total. Oh, right. You're still taking damage. You're getting twenty percent more healing, right, from the beam. So you know, like there, there's cases where you can look at, you can make an argument for this, but it takes like smart people playing coordinated, potentially. Yeah, I don't actually, you know, to say like, yeah, I'd rather have that than what's the other one? Heal. It's basically a weak Tassadar shield, and you have a shield that does the same thing as Tassadar's shield, but way less effective. And the Tassadar shield. Unless you have like a stimmed up Vala or Tracer, doesn't actually heal that much, and so yeah, I don't know. I agree. 
Uh, 16, you got offensive cadence. Every third basic attack against heroes while repeater cannon is active deals an additional 6% of the target's maximum health as damage. Uh, that is the highest pick here, but not by much. It's about, it's about one, uh, everybody's even here. Uh, photonic weaponry where he deals 15% more damage while he has a shield from shield capacitor. And then arsenal overcharge Phoenix basic attacks reduce his ability cooldowns by uh, 0.5 seconds. Uh, all three this of those. This is one of those weird things you got to read again because offensive cadence i've been taking it quite a bit but not loving it it's every third basic attack with repeater cannon right not the photon right. and it's like i miss that all the time in the game and i'm like photoning and i'm like i don't feel like i'm doing a lot of damage mm. it's like it's just only half the time you're shooting so the photonic weaponry uh seems it increases all the damage right so that's maybe, the one i've chosen is the second one yeah yeah, I like that better because it doesn't mean it, it means that if I screw up and forget to switch, I'm not. It's just that I'm not decided yet. You know, like I'm playing around with them like right. a giant killer. It's a double giant killer. Mm -hmm. Like it's always good. There's never been a bad giant killer, I don't think. So. I, I mean, maybe you know good against yeah. a super large uh, pool, but I wouldn't say an auto pick. I, but I it, again, it's like every third basic attack with repeater cannon so yeah. you might want to switch and then you're not getting value from the talent there's no value from the talent the photon cannon. well especially <laughs> when you look at what's popular at 22 which is enhancing both of those abilities uh and you could get the 15 percent more damage out of both of them i mean i i agree i have mm -hmm. been taking uh offensive cadence a lot but i think photonic weaponry also sounds really strong Mm -hmm. uh especially depending on what you ultimately pick at 20 yeah it's it's weird but then again it's only while you have a shield so right. again if you went to talent that drains your shield then you're also not getting you're getting 80 percent more damage but then you're losing the 15 percent he's like ah oh yeah <laughs> but if you take ox shields you're getting shield every time you hit so in theory you will always have shield up I think there's too many calculations for heroes it's so much math it's a lot it's of like, math yeah but it may like, it may work out that may yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I tried Arsenal overcharge a few times, but he doesn't have. Okay, if I didn't, only, if only... I didn't know better and I wasn't looking at it, I would have thought you just said Arsehole overcharge. <laughs> Arsenal overcharge. There you go. Actually, it says his ability cooldowns. Do we know if that's also ultimates? Because if it's also ultimates, that oh, I don't know. It doesn't that say uh, that, that they... boosts it. Doesn't say. I assume they that's... backed away from that a while back, but I mean, you never know. I I wouldn't think it would be it, ultimates, but it usually specifies basic because Rainer has talents that lower his heroic cooldown. Yeah, when it's specifically the heroic, it says heroic, but there's one that lowers that does something to all of his cooldowns. I think, and actually, we can look it up on this site, right? That icons, yeah. that icons. They got everybody. Uh, this is one of those yeah, generic it's... icons. I hate these. So. Uh, where is he? Rainer. All this. Where are cool, you, Rainer, my all boy? This, all this cool icon art, and then they got that generic sword thing. I hate that. I'm sure they'll put one in, but. Anyways, um. Man. Okay. So, anyways, he has one at some point uh, that says heroic ability. Um, but I think that might be all of it, which kind of actually makes it super good, especially if you, you know, you just get to see. Yeah, putting on a clinic whenever an enemy minion hero or captured mercenary you've recently damaged and destroyed. Your ability cooldowns are reduced by 1.5 seconds. Mm. That includes Hyperion and Banshees. So it must and it just says it. ability. So I think this actually reduces your ultimate cooldown, which is really good. <laughs> which might be really good. 
it's basic attacks against anything, against minions. Uh, it doesn't have to be heroes. It's non-heroic targets. So only every attack, point half a second off your deal. Right. So it's a hundred seconds uh, for the, the planet cracker. Right. Mm, you know what? That's not a bad point. So uh, that's two hundred auto if you, attacks. If, if you're playing an auto attack, uh, auto attack build well with him, you you could sh- strip that stuff way down. But I will yeah. advise test it first. Because I'm not a yeah, that's, what, sure. that's right. why I'm still trying to figure out what I like yeah. best on this tier. Yeah. And I'm like, I look at these other two, and they're like, it's just I come up with these situations where they're not always online, that they could be offline, and I'm not getting the value. But there's a reason I have taken them offline because it makes sense what I'm doing. Yeah. And my brain doesn't work fast enough to do a, a pro con scenario. Like, let me break out a chart and see should I switch to photon cannon or stay in the other mode? And maybe experience will tell. But to me, think are still overcharged probably going to work out to be better well i wonder if i'm doing this wrong i play um that w switching between photon and and the other gun what's it called again Mm -hmm. freaking repeater what is it repeater cannon and photon over over photon photon cannon between so i use them like i do lucio uh in terms of how often i use it meaning that when lucio needs to go fast and get someplace it's basically his mount i switch uh, yeah. Or if we need to get the H out of dodge, I, I switch. But most of the yeah. time, I'm in healing mode. In this case, most of the time, it, it, it's the unusual that I would be in photon mode, even though I like it. But I'll pull it out when it's like, oh, there's a wad of minions, and I need some, I need some splash damage. So, bit, 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 I'll do that. Yeah. But then the minute I'm hero on hero, I'm, I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm mostly in that other mode. So the reason I'm bringing this up is. That I would maybe skip photon weaponry, photonic weaponry, in favor of offensive cadence because I'm almost always in repeater cannon mode. But that might be bad. I might be p- playing him poorly by not. I mean, it's hard to say what's good and bad at this point overall. I will say that the way I have kind of come to play him, and this sounds weird because based on how it attacks, it feels like this would be the opposite, but I play his. Uh, his phase cannon i use that almost like an assault rifle in a game because mm. it has a longer range so he has a 6.5 yeah. attack range with the phase cannon it's actually phase bomb sorry phase bomb phase bomb yeah. uh and he has a five uh range with the what is it <laughs> before i just say it wrong repeater cannon repeater with the repeater cannon. cannon so so in theory what you want to do is you want to poke with the bomb mm-hmm and then when you're in and in the fight, you want to switch to the cannon. Right. So so you should probably, unless you're just diving all the time, um, you should probably actually prefer the bomb. Yeah, I should probably, right? That's, yeah, uh, it the reason- really depends on how intense you're single targeting. That's why I brought it up, because I think I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you're playing against Varian, like, oh, I'm picking off Varian. Oh, great. Here comes a shield wall. Well, I switched to phase bomb because at least he'll hit the, his teammates around him. Mm. I know he's going he's gonna to parry once and parry twice, so I might as well switch to something. I mean, I know I could target something else, but it might just be easier to switch to the phase bomb in this situation. That's why I like... I would say this. I would say it's a for a new player, for a newer player excited to play Phoenix, coming to try heroes and play Phoenix, the 
the distinction between repeater cannon and phase bomb is clear on the bar below, but it's not clear how the talents impact it. I think it's a it's a little obtuse because I'm having a hard time with it. A little bit, yeah. How is he listed, by the way? Is he listed hard, difficult, medium? What's his deal? Don't know, actually. I wonder. Well, I'm sure guy. he's on the hard side. Probably. Maybe it may. Yeah, could be intermediate. Uh, okay. Finally, level twenty. What do you What do you go with, John? What do you pick? I've been taking secondary fire. Uh, I I just like you know I I take the ability to get another spin on that um, <laughs> on that beam <laughs> and uh, that I mean basically when he hits an enemy it fires uh, a purification salvo, which is part of one of his ultimates. He his it's ultimate. A, it's is, a fifth of the ultimate. Is, is, it shoots five if missiles. If it hits quicker. once, but in theory it could hit three or four times. So that's right. almost the full ult on one of his common abilities, assuming you hit on all of them. Yeah, but that's just thrown in there as an added bonus. I mean, it's yeah, kind you're still of doing crazy. plasma cutter damage too. So yeah, yeah, and I... and if they're slowed, which the plasma cutter slows, it deals fifty percent increased damage. Yeah, so I, I like that one too. Nuts. I like that one too. They say most people pick singularity charge, which uh, gives repeater cannon two hundred percent more attack speed. More <laughs> I, I, sorry, you didn't sell me on this challenge. No, I know it's two hundred percent. How many? Uh, that's two point five stim packs <laughs> from from Morales. I love that. I like that's two ults and a half. I love that. Stim packs I like are your talents thing. that are difficult to justify. <laughs> I like that Bo's got stim packs are like currency. You know? I'm measuring the value of Phoenix's talents in uh, stim drone uh, ultimate. Yeah, it's like a new extension on like uh, uh, centigrade or not centigrade. Uh, uh, the metric system is Heck, this. Hectares yeah. <laughs> I love that idea, but I don't know, John. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. I wouldn't pick secondary fire also because that just sounds like fun. And if you if you're already doing the circular. Uh, cutter beam thing build and that's kind of your bat your bag i mean why wouldn't you take that yeah if you hit multiple enemies with it especially multiple enemies multiple times and in theory have purification salvo available to shoot that is a ton of damage to everybody at once yeah, right. but how many how many morales stim drones ultimates do you measure at one person at a time though that's the <laughs> thing like that's great against a single target i'm talking about wiping the whole team okay Wipe that team, son. I'm gonna wipe the whole team. Bro. Wipe that team, son. Uh, down here, <laughs> the third option we didn't talk about is Unconquered Spirit. Has 120 second cooldown upon taking fatal damage. Shield capacitor uh, regains 600 shields. Uh, I like that, except the cooldown. I mean, I don't think it's as cool as these other two, but I also wouldn't take it because that cooldown is gross. I mean, oh, by yeah, default, his shield is 800, so he doesn't even regain his full shield. Yeah, that bums me out. I don't like that. And one. then he's still almost dead when it's all done. Yeah, he should call Protoss Command to go. This was a stupid talent. You shouldn't have had this one in here. Uh, Phoenix no, out. Talent should be on an earlier tier. Uh, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It's not a twenty. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, yeah. The other two are more twenties. You're right. Yeah. That other thing feels kind of weirdly half-assed, but whatever. Uh, none of this matters because Phoenix is awesome. Uh, <laughs> It does matter because that's we're explaining why he's awesome. But uh, if you're all not playing him yet, you should. And if you're all lucky, or five of you are lucky, tomorrow you're going to get a code for your very own free copy of Phoenix. 
that is if you said nice things to the designer of Phoenix, which we talked about earlier. If you don't know what I'm talking yeah. about, go back and listen so to the show. That also includes not live people, right? So anyone listening to the show. Anybody listening to the show. Early, early birds, make sure you go thank her for an awesome yep. hero. Early birds, late birds, middle birds, double birds. The middle bird. All right, uh, that's going to do it for all of that. Before we get to an email, a quick uh, mention of a thing that we do on weekends that we love a lot, and uh, so far everyone else does too. And I haven't had a chance to tell this to Bo. I meant to send him a private message all week because I kept forgetting to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll just do it now out in the open. Oh, sweet. I think... My privates are on the air. All right. Uh, this is the honest truth. Despite the fact that I don't have a fancy new Epic staff with me. It's not my fault. I know it's not your fault. It's not at all. I thought I was going to die. I totally was. It's, it's, yeah. Do you want me to assign blame or do you want me to just leave it? Um, I want, assign blame, but tell me in private because I have an idea of where you might assign it. Oh, it's all of your fault. I'm going to assign blame <laughs> to everyone. I don't know if you want to, I'm going to say that in private. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, whatever. The point is, what I was going to say is, I don't think in my gaming lifetime, I have felt the, the chemical, my brain chemicals go off more than I did at the end of that session of there will be dungeons i that that was a honestly a a kind of a new experience for me and by that i just mean i've had plenty of tabletop experiences and plenty of video game experiences and plenty of wow moments in in games of all kinds and just like whoa look at that or whatever but you did something in that to make my imagination leap over itself and it was something else man so if you guys are like what is scott talking about like, how could you be that high praise about anything? I'm telling you right now, you should be listening to our D&D live show uh, that happens every uh, every Saturday. And if you're thinking, oh, I don't like D&D, I only like heroes. Hey, guess what? It's uh, All of us are big heroes fans, too, because Kyle and Kristen are huge heroes, folks. And uh, you got us, too, and we love the Heroes of the Storm. So I don't know what that has to do with D&D, but nonetheless, come, come watch it. It happens on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. There will be dungeons.com for all of the details, including live links, how to get the podcast if you can't watch live, all that other kind of stuff. There's also video archives of it. And if you're still not convinced, just one try, and I swear you're going to be hooked. It's great. We had a complete blast. And I'm telling you, dude, I don't know what it was that last episode, but... Well, thanks for saying the nice things. I'm... I mean it too. It took me I'm, in a I'm, took me I'm in a putting place... effort into it, so I'm glad it's, it's bearing. You like, took me to a place I did not think I could go... And I felt ways that usually reserved for like a movie or a, I don't know. I just haven't had. But you know that. how you go to a movie and you don't know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And it's like, even I don't know everything that's going to happen. It's exciting. Like I'll sit down with all the prep, but I'm, I don't know what kind of zany ass stuff you guys are going to do. And it makes me laugh too. It's yeah. Great. How I much time it. we'll spend in a hallway or any of those things. So. Oh, by the way, just a, this is not a spoiler now because I've already. I, I made another. I may have like stayed up way too late the past two days making another map. Oh my lord! And I'm excited to show. Okay, uh, watch for that. We'll show that too if it's ready on Saturday. So be here. And Varel and Hope are back. They're back from their trip. Uh, that is to say, Kyle and Kristen. So uh, the full old team is back. We're gonna miss those gnomes, but I have a feeling we'll see them again. Somehow, something tells me we'll see them again. There will be dungeons.com. Go check it out. All right, here's this. You can email this show anytime you want to, and we might just read the stuff you send us. Now, we got an anonymous email here. Uh, it came to us at core at heroesforyou.com. They didn't leave a name. Uh, the email address they used was full of weird letters and numbers. 
So I don't want to assume anything about a name. So maybe they just didn't want to have their name mentioned. But here's what he says. I think the pressure being put on Blizzard and HOTS is due to the competitive tension for being top MOBA on the scene. League of Legends is finance-backed and pretty much owned by Tencent. And Tencent has a track record of copying and often plagiarizing games. Look at their version of Hearthstone. Actually, I haven't played. What's their version of Hearthstone? I don't even know. Does anyone know? know? What does Tencent make? You're the one who plays all the other stuff. I know. I play other <laughs> games. Their game, uh, they didn't make, the one I liked, they didn't make. Uh, um, <laughs> the names. <laughs> I like it so much, I can't remember the name. Why uh, do I battle want... cards. No, oh, it's not. the League of uh, no, Adventures. It's one word. No. It's beyond. Vainglory. No, it's no, no. It, well, no that's them, but their mobile MOBA is Vainglory. Or not Vainglory. Uh, <laughs> shit. I can't think of anything. Anyway, whatever. I like this card game that someone else makes that's good, and it's not owned by Tencent. I don't know what Tencent is. Is it Mobile Legends? No, it's not a MOBA. It's a card game. Um, Hold Um, on. I have Steam here. Like Tencent TCG. Catapults and cards. (laughs) No, but don't tempt me with a cool name like Catapults and Cards. That's awesome. Okay, here it is. It's called, I want to say, why does my brain want to say <laughs> Gwent. Beyond or something? What's wrong with me? Okay, here it is. It's called, this is going to really irritate me, Eternal. Gosh dang it, dude. Eternal is the name of that game. That's a good game. It's like Magic and Hearthstone had a baby, and it's quite good. Um, yeah, Mana Cards, which is interesting. Anyway, uh, the point is, uh, I had a point. What was my point? My point is that uh, uh, I'm going to read this rest of this email. That's what I'm going to okay, do. Okay, good. Oh, also, Bo's going to find out what the name of that card game is. I really want to know. So you should find that, Bo. What's I your... couldn't find it. I, I, Tencent Mobile Manager. <laughs> <laughs> Tencent's a huge fine. Japanese, or sorry, Chinese conglomerate. They own a ton of things now. Um, they own know, everything. They... And here I was being all stormy, like just Google it, and then I I can't find it. I don't know what they're talking about, but anyway. Blade and Soul. No, that's a no. that's an MMO, Korean MMO. Um, and I played uh, that. <laughs> Shockingly enough, I've played Blade and Soul. Gwent. It's, it's, it's definitely not Gwent. It's something else. Anyway, the Eternal guys do the Elder Scrolls card game too. They do, like. and that's also quite good. Um, huh. it's quality. They make quality stuff. Their name is something Dire Direwolf Studios or something. Yeah, Direwolf Digital. They need so. to work on their naming. The you don't like Direwolf? Not a fan yeah. of uh, that. No, I think <laughs> Direwolves are fine. I think saying you know what our company is, it's a wolf. Uh huh. But dire. <laughs> well, Blizzard's is about a storm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're being a holier than we're now. heroes of we the like, storm. I'm gonna call my gaming company Overcast. <laughs> i'm a little sensitive to names at the moment because you're all this the early part of the show you all were talking about how great grim dawn is yeah and i missed the opportunity to buy it cheap because i could not get over how awful the name grim dawn is for a video game really you don't that like the name maybe Grimdon. the worst name for a video game i've ever heard wow really yeah. Let me let me tell bad. you about a little something called Farm Together. <laughs> but that's what it is. But when you're like farm together, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna farm <laughs> right. with other people. But you know what another dumb name for games are? XCOM. Uh no. Doom. Disagree. Uh, uh any game uh, game names are dumb, generally speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's but like Shakespeare said. 
a video game rose by any other name would smell as sweet. But Grimdon right. is especially. It, it just it feels no, like sorry Shakespeare. Sorry, I Grimdon brought to you by Hot card. Topic. It is in, uncounterable. Once you play the Shakespeare card, there's no counter to it. I mean, Grimdon's a little it is dramatic. Broken. I'll give you that. Uh huh. Um, but you know, Diablo. Now we love it because yeah. it has this because it Diablo has all the... is like the worst day for a video game it is. I will agree with that. Diablo is a terrible name because it doesn't make sense. Right. Well, but yeah. you don't but but you you have different associations with it, so you think it's amazing. I know what yeah. I do. Yeah, you have a yeah. branding with it that you really, really approve of. So anything else you hear of, you're like, Grim Dawn, that sounds awful. I mean, if Diablo was called Coffee Table, you'd just be like, oh, man, Coffee Table 3, Reaper Souls, so the good. The Lord of Terror, Coffee Table. Um, all right. Anyway, no, I, I, you actually make a good point. Look um, for their sequel, Dark Sadness. There you it's go. Uh, sa- and the, the sad darkness later. We good, too. Uh, anyway, he says this. Now, I didn't finish his email. Now, this could come off as a conspiracy theory, but hear me out. I would you, or I would ask the question of you. Uh, of who started the rumors and worry train of if Blizzard was doing well financially with Heroes of the Storm, or if they were or they weren't. Who are these people that started the concern wagon? I love that, the concern wagon. <laughs> I did it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was me. It was us. Oh. He says he has a, a suspicion that it was with competitiveness between League of Legends, HOTS, and Dota 2, and the other MOBA uh, that would be spreading the rumor of concern of them financially in order to raise doubts about HOTS after Blizzard came home to roost in the MOBA department. I'm not sure it's the best sentence. No, but. no, it came from it came from my like for my part, it's come from my casual observation. And I don't I, I I'm mistaken sometimes. I think what it happens is I see a lot of positive sorry, I know there's still a the rest of the email to read. I kinda interrupt. No, you're fine. Feel, keep going, keep going. Feel like it's just like I'm looking at I'm trying to read the tea leaves, I'm trying to be smart, we're doing a show, we're talking about things. And these are real concerns that I have. Because I've been passionate about many second-rate, I wouldn't say failed video games, video games that don't share the kind of limelight that other games have had. And, like Grimdog. And, and <laughs> well, like, I mean, Planetside was a dead game for years. They logged in, played, and had a big community, and there's no regrets to it. But it was clearly like there's hackers in the game. It was clearly like poorly taken care of, and it's clearly on its way out. And that's the life cycle for games. Like, Right. Eventually, that'll be World of Warcraft. Every game, because we're always making new games and services to replace it. But, but you know, it's like there's some stuff that starts to jump out at me that I'm a little sensitive to next. I've been down this road a couple times, mm-hmm. and that's why I brought it up because they're worth talking about. And I don't think, and I think I've been hearing. I just when I start to hear a lot of positive things only about a game. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like it's just I just been getting this weird feeling. I guess, and <laughs> and it isn't. It isn't anything. They're not doing. They're doing justice by the game, and they're putting Blizzard quality and passion into it. So yeah. there's definitely, if your point is, where's this concern coming from? There's a lot of awesome stuff happening with the game. I would agree, but you know, as explained on those shows, yeah, there you can go back and listen to those if you missed those. But yeah. yeah, I think it's a fine. Uh, the, the main, my main point over the last couple of weeks is, I think that's a hundred percent fine for thing for us to dissect once in a while. I don't think there's absolutely nothing wrong with discussing that part of the game. Yeah. It's financial side, it's success side. All of those things matter. It's as, it's as important as if Artanis got buffed or nerfed. Like, it's important yeah. for us to know kind of what the trajectory is. Are we investing ourselves into uh, something Blizzard has a long-term 
commitment to, and I think we do, but it's, yeah. it's okay when yeah. we have doubts to, to discuss that and, and, you know, dig in. So. Yeah. Because we're, we're doing a show and you guys are supporting us. Our patrons support us doing the show. Mm-hmm. And, and if I so somehow see into the future and know a year from now, heroes is no more new content. It's just like a, just a game in the stable and it's whatever. Am I going to spend 40 to 60 hours a week on it? I'd like to know. And that would, that would affect my decision. And if there's a sense of that impression, maybe there's a, you know, another, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons now. There's other things. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's just a question of if there's a strong momentum behind a game, I want to be a part of its community. But if, if there is a, a downward trend in a game as like an, you know, 38 year old adult, I'm like, well, I'd like to spend my years <laughs> of my life playing a game that, that matters more to people it matters more to me and and i think a lot of people make their lifestyle game to sit I, I came to world of warcraft when i started because it was the shining light at the top of the mmo chain it wasn't because it was my favorite and i had a good time playing it right but that's why i came to the game right. and these lifestyle games that's an important conversation is your community that you have in the game and your reasons for playing it and I, certainly no one wants to be a part of a game that's going to turn mountain 100 agree and Blizzard games, if there is a if there's such a thing as lifestyle games or passionate commitment to what a company makes, I mean Blizzard's the poster child. So yeah. these are yeah. this and is all free play. We got to talk. about That's what this makes stuff. it awkward. If this is any other company, I'm like I'm I'm seriously considering I can seriously consider bailing on the game. To be perfectly frank with all the listeners, it's Blizzard's pedigree that gives me faith and uh, for good things to come and they haven't disappointed. We got Phoenix this week, which yeah, is very the, Exactly. I think that's, let me restate that in a different way. They're they're. I know when they, when they commit, they commit. And so that, that gives me hope even when they have a huge mountain to fight, like when they have to come into an already crowded market full of an already dedicated player base to two other super hardcore addicted games for a lot of players. And they and they face that head on, and then they they keep pushing. I've trust that they're going to keep pushing. That's just Blizzard. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. They don't back yeah. down. They, if they if they if there's anything they ever do, it's they don't release a game in the first place. So I that yeah. they've do they've done this for 25 years. I've seen them do this every time. I trust them. And yeah. so even if even if we even if at some point we have to sit back and go, well, I guess Heroes is never going to be league size. That won't matter to me because it'll be whatever size it needs to be, and it'll be Blizzard backing it, and we'll keep playing it. Like, you yeah. know, that's all yeah. I care about. I mean, that's yeah. If if it was EA and this was Heroes right now, it'd be. A, oh, I wouldn't trust EA. Is the problem? It, I just wouldn't it, trust them. Gone. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> I mean, why? We, we not, wouldn't be at the game we'd be at, but still, just in a hypothetical thought exercise. Right. Heroes is what it is today. It's EA. It's Bethesda even running it. I'm out. Yeah, I'm because making... because they don't have they haven't shown their the commitment that I'm talking about. They just haven't. They have a history of of going, eh, not good, out, see you later. And Blizzard's like, nope, long haul. You do this You do this for real. We're going to keep at it. You're like, you know, I, I I respect that about them. Like, think of, I can't think of too many game companies I feel that way about. Maybe Valve. And even now, they don't really make games anymore. Sort of do. But, um, yeah, I mean, It's only Blizzard that has that, it's Blizzard, man. that trust with. Yeah, That's look at it. that pedigree. It's incredible. They're like the only ones. Anyway, small. There's some small indie devs I feel that way about, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. easier when they're smaller. 
Anyway, uh, there you go. Wow, look at that email. We've uh, we've really uh, torn that to, to shreds, and we didn't even get his name. So thank you, Anonymous Writer, for sending that in. Uh, I was going to say one other thing. Oh, John should play Grim Dawn. It's a really good action <laughs> RPG. It's got a good pre- pedigree. Those guys made that other one that Bo mentioned. Um, Titan, Quest, Titan Quest. Which, like 10 years at you see that Titan Quest got a full-priced expansion pack? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I liked and Titan And people Quest. are buying it and reviewing it well, and I'm like, but the game's 10 years. It's like... But even that name's dumb. Titan Quest. They're yeah, all dumb. Like it's better than Grim Dawn, but... Uh, <laughs> come on! Come on, John! It's much better than Grim Dawn. Bone. Grim Dawn. Uh, Grim Dawn Titan cool. Quest, I have my own problems with Titan Quest because I loved Titan Quest, but it was one of those games that was outside of my PC's league, and every time I played it, it was like, today's the day. Today's the day this game kills my computer, but mm. I like it too much. Yeah, it was a monster. You're right. You know what's so. a good, another good game with a dumb name is Dungeon Siege. <laughs> yeah, that you is a good. You don't siege a dungeon. You like raid it, or you yeah. go into it. You, D- you don't stand at the top going like, "Come on out, you little shits." We're gonna get there. <laughs> I'm not siege. making a in. judgment on Grim Dawn as a game. I'm simply making a judgment on it as a name. I think it's got a bad name. No, you were. What you said is you had money to spend. You were ready to go in and get that sale. And what stopped you was the name. I was ready to go. I did not have money to spend, oh. but I was ready to do it anyway. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I, sup- I backed it on Kickstarter back when it was that. So I was I, Grim Dawn was already a name I trusted even before the damn thing came out. But there's a lot of game in there, man. It's I've good. played it quite a bit and I feel like the map is huge. Yeah, it's honking huge. And it's got I like I don't know. It's got a Diablo two quality to it that's hard to deny. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. real good. Anyway, there's all that. Uh hey, want to send your own emails in? You can. Uh Core Heroes for You.com. Don't forget to support us over on our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash core show. If you like the show and you like the content, you'd like to see it grow then hot damn there's a place for you to support us at patreon.com slash core show heroes for you.com is our website and that's a place you can go hang out as well uh get all the links you need to everything you might ever need to know and uh don't forget follow us on twitter core heroes on twitter john underscore jagger scott johnson and bo schwartz that's gonna do it for us for me for bo for john we'll see you next time This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.